Hey there, checkmates. It's your old Uncle Derek. I think in the last upload that I did, which was also from my phone, instead of professional recording equipment with a theme and a whole episode and everything, which is what I'm doing this time as well, in case you didn't get that. Uh, I think in the last upload that I did, I said something to the effect of, I'm going to be doing an episode this week if nothing weird happens. Well... Something weird happened. Uh, on Saturday, which was, what, the 16th? Something like that? Uh, that's the kind of information I should have had before I started recording this. Let's see, Monday was the 18th, so Sunday was the 17th, Saturday was the 16th, I was right. On the 16th, Saturday, I uh, had a little accident. Um, I was putting dishes away. I just run a load of dishes. And my new dishwasher got the new dishwasher, and I don't remember if I mentioned that. My old dishwasher that almost caught fire went away. A new dishwasher came in. It's fine. Uh, it's a little bit louder than the old one. Don't know why that is, but it's louder than the old one. <laughs> but uh, Which is weird, because you would think that in the 10 years that elapsed between dishwashers, dishwashers would have gotten quieter. But, uh, no, turns out. But in fairness, I didn't do a lot of research. I just went to Home Depot and went, uh, that one seems affordable and won't throw off the color scheme because my previous one was entirely black and this one is black and stainless. So it was fine, you know? Anyway, I was doing dishes in my new dishwasher and the load was done and ready to be put away and uh, I started putting dishes away. I wasn't working on the shelf in question. I don't know why the shelf in question had any sort of problem that would have made this happen. At some point during that, a bowl fell like a kind of... I don't know if it's glass or it's somewhere between glass and stoneware because it's not actual pottery. It's from like the Martha Stewart collection, if that helps you. But like it wasn't the kind of glass that shatters all over the place. It's the kind of glass that when it breaks, it just has big chunks, you know. Uh, so you may see this coming. A bowl fell out of the cabinet and shattered. And I think it shattered either on the bottom part of the cabinet or on the microwave. I'm not sure which. All I know is by the time my brain registered that a bowl had broken and that's what that sound was, my hand was bleeding. Um... For those who are squeamish about blood and that kind of thing, I'm not going to go into uh, very gross detail or anything. I'm going to mention blood, but I'm not going to tell you what the wound looks like or anything like that. Other than to say, without even knowing that a bull was falling, it fell, it broke, and uh, in the description of more or less the doctor, it looked like I attempted to slice off my fingerprint on my uh, right ring finger. So, uh, a lot of blood, a lot of blood. Uh, in fact, before I even kind of clocked how severe the, well, I, I, I'm saying severe. I have full use of the finger. It's going to get better. But before I clocked the extent of the damage to the finger, the, the extent of the wound, I just realized this is a lot of blood. I'm going to have to go to a doctor. Like before I even really looked at it. But uh, basically what happened was I heard the sound, I felt the pain in my finger, I saw a lot of blood coming out of me in a volume I have never seen before in my life because I've led a sheltered 
wussy musician lifestyle. Uh, <laughs> I uh, uh, And thank God it was on my right hand, so not on the left, and I can still play guitar if I have to. Uh, but I just saw a lot of blood and felt pain, but then the adrenaline kicked in to where I wasn't feeling as much pain, but I was very aware of what was happening. And uh, so that was all in like one second. And the next second was yelling at the cats, trying to get them away from the broken glass and into their room, and trying to communicate to them that I'm hurt and you're in danger and you need to get out of here. Um, which at first they didn't get, but I kind of realized that, uh, I mean, they, they were clearly shaken up and they were scared because they heard a loud sound and they heard me yell because it hurt, so I screamed. Uh, so they were scared, but uh, they didn't really know why, so they were kind of stepping back from me more than anything else because they were like, what's going on with Dad, you know? Uh, so I finally said the thing that I say to them when it's time for them to go into their room, which was, uh, uh, I'm gonna, they're actually here in the room with me right now in the living room, so I'm gonna try to say it in a different tone, but I say in a very pleasant tone, usually, guys, can we go to your room, please? And I'll walk back there and they'll follow me. So I did that as best I could. All the while, again, folks who are squeamish about this, this is a little bit of blood detail, but that's as far as I'm going. All the while, there's blood pooling in the palm of my hand from my finger because I'm holding the finger in a way that I was like, it's got to drip somewhere, and it was just dripping into the palm of my hand. Uh, so I got them into their room and said, basically, I love you boys so much, I'm going to the hospital, you're not in trouble, uh, you know, take a good nap, you know, and close the door. Um, and they were in there. And they were safe, and that was what was important to me in the moment. I then put on jeans instead of my pajama pants, which was difficult to do. And I put on shoes, which was difficult to do. <laughs> and at that point I realized I was very much panicking. Although making pretty good decisions, I must say. And I realized I shouldn't drive, so I called my dad and said, Hey... I need to go to an emergency room or something, and uh, sort of briefly told him what happened. And my dad, being the guy that he is, dropped whatever he was doing and started making his way over to the house. In the time that he did that, I called the nearest urgent care to me, which is uh, actually BJC Health Center, and said, hey, here's what I've got going on. Can you help me there, or should I go to an emergency room? They said, if you need stitches, we can give you stitches. I said, okay, great. So we went to the urgent care. Uh, Dad showed up. I was probably close to 45 minutes in by the time Dad got here, which is not a comment on Dad. Dad got here as quick as he could. I, I was probably 15 minutes of just trying to figure out how bad it was and trying to stop the bleeding, which I could not do. Uh, that was the th that was actually the thing that got me to go to a doctor. Is I realized I can't stop the bleeding. This bleeding is not stopping. I will bleed to death if I don't go to a hospital or if I don't go to a doctor. So I was 15 minutes in by the time I called Dad, and he was he got here within a half hour. I'm probably a little bit rounding up the times, but Dad got here as soon as he could, and uh, you know it was great. Um, 
So he took me to the urgent care, and I walked into the urgent care, and miracle of miracles, I was the only person there. So I walked in and said, hey, I've had an accident. I've cut open my finger really badly. I need someone to look at it. And they said, okay, and immediately got me checked in and immediately got me to uh, nurses and to a doctor. And they looked at it and said, yeah, okay, we're going to put some sutures in here. And uh, they took all my vital stats and whatnot. And they uh, they weighed me, and I knew that I'm heavier than I want to be right now. Uh, but they weighed me and have me... Like, the number they said to me, I, I kind of went, that's higher than what is true. You know? <laughs> like, it just didn't seem correct. Uh, so I, after, like, after all that, after all the stress of that, I went home and weighed myself, and I was almost 10 pounds lighter than what they said. So, whatever. I don't know what happened there. But, uh, you know, they... Took all my stats and stuff like that, and, you know, I, I ended up talking with the doctor. And the doctor told me, okay, well, it was actually kind of interesting. One of the, uh, I'm, I'm going to use the word nurse. Uh, I don't know if that's the word that we're using these days. If not, I apologize, and please know that I, uh, in my heart, I'm doing better. Um, one of the nurses that was attending to me, uh... In kind of checking everything out, said, uh, okay, when was your last uh, tetanus shot? And I said, I have no idea. And she said, well, guess what? It's going to be today. And I said, okay, that's fine. So <laughs> I uh, I knew I was at least getting a tetanus shot before the doctor came in. And the doctor came in and looked at my finger for uh, like a couple of seconds and said, okay, we're going to put some sutures in here. I said, okay, fine. So, you know, at that point I started doing math in my head of how much is this going to cost me. And I still don't know because they didn't bill me that day. I'm sure I'll get something in the mail here within the next week or so. But uh, anyway, uh, so the doctor starts kind of working on my finger and tells me, okay, the worst part of this is going to be injecting you with the numbing agent because uh, that is a shot and everybody hates it. And that's, you know, sorry, but that's going to be the worst part. And I said, okay. And that was absolutely the worst part. That hurt more than the injury. It's hurt more than anything I've done uh, rehabbing it. And, you know, it, it, like that was awful. But uh, she gave me the numbing agent, and it went numb very quickly. I couldn't look at anything she was doing because I'm, I'm pretty squeamish about that kind of stuff when it's my own blood particularly. Uh, so I, I couldn't look at anything that she was doing. But she, she shot in the numbing agent, and it went numb very quickly. And uh, I commented on it being numb and it being weird, and she said, yeah, the numb feeling will be with you for probably four to six hours, a little bit like going to the dentist. And I said, okay, I can live with that, but I'm not really sure why my dentist has to numb my fingers, uh, which made her laugh, <laughs> and she stopped working on my hand for a second so she could finish laughing. Um <laughs> So that that felt kind of good. I was like, oh, at least I've still got, you know, at least I'm still uh, <laughs> delivering the one-liners. Um, but yeah, so she sewed me up, is the short version of it. Uh, several sutures in my left ring finger. And I've had it bandaged with some ointment and stuff for a few days. Tomorrow is actually the first day that I'm supposed to walk around with it out of a bandage. And that is terrifying, uh, and I really don't want to, and I really don't want to look at it all day, but I'm going to have to. 
Um, so yeah, she she got me fixed up, and I'm very grateful for her. She was uh, fun and funny and entertaining, and laughed at the stuff that I said, and I I really appreciated that doctor. And it turned out just through conversation and the information that they have to take from you. It turned out we're the same age and our birthdays were were really close together, so we had a lot to commiserate over. It was just kind of interesting. Um, She she was all right. I liked her. I have no idea what her name was. I'm sure it'll appear on the bill. Uh, But I I, I liked her. She was nice. Um, One of the uh, nurses was not as nice. She was very (laughs) blunt and matter-of-fact about a couple of things. But that's actually kind of what I want in a doctor a lot of the times. I want... I sort of want Dr. House treating me, but and I kind of got a little bit of a little bit of House and a little bit of Wilson, as it turned out. If you've watched the show House, um, but uh, as far as <laughs> as far as that experience goes, it was about the best that it could go. But yeah, the injury is to my ring finger, and it's on the uh, side of the finger that is the fingerprint, and it's a bad cut, and it's a deep cut, and it's been painful these past few days. Uh, It's limiting my ability to type quite a bit, which is making working on anything involving a laptop difficult, which is a little bit of the explanation for why you're not getting a show this week. You're just getting this. The other part of the explanation of that is that uh, for a couple of days there, the tetanus shot just wore me out. I didn't have, like, symptoms, like bad symptoms. It just made me really fatigued, Uh, which, you know, an inoculation will do that. But, you know, uh, because it's it's not just tetanus. It's tetanus and, uh, I I don't know, diphtheria? I don't don't remember. It's Tdap is what what it abbreviates to. So there's a T and a D and a P in there anyway. Uh, and I'm not sure what all of that is. It can't be diphtheria. I, I don't think that's still around, but maybe it is. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that uh, that inoculation just kind of wore me out, made me really sleepy, although it's a beneficial thing to have. Uh, I actually have read up on it since, and it turns out that people who... Uh, it turns out that that vaccine may also help a little bit against covid uh, and help to reduce the symptoms of COVID, so that's kind of an added bonus that I didn't expect. Although that does make me, I'm due for a COVID booster, and I don't know if I can get it now <laughs> because of the vaccine, for, because of the uh, uh, tetanus shot, so I'll have to ask about that. But that's uh, maybe a little bit deeper into this week. Uh, yeah, I've, I was just kind of worn out for a couple of days and didn't want to do much of anything and uh, spent a lot of the weekend and a lot more of Monday than uh, I could really uh, explain sensibly, and I'm yawning now. Uh, I spent a lot of Monday as well just with cats sleeping on me and me kind of taking little naps here and there, you know, break time during work and before work. I get up a couple hours before work, but I sort of, I got up that day and fed the cats and went back to sleep and then took a nap after work, and, you know, it was just, just a lot of fatigue off of the inoculation, and probably from the blood loss, too. Uh, I described everything in fairly specific detail to the doctor, and uh, she said, yeah, okay, well, from what you're describing, you probably lost about a pint of blood. And I said, yeah, that that, that tracks. <laughs> that makes sense to me. 
uh, just from how I was feeling. So I think my body's also rebuilding some blood and things. And she was actually specific in saying, uh, due to the blood loss, you know, avoid any alcoholic beverages for a couple of days. And I said, yeah, sure, of course, that makes sense. But also, if I were in slightly more pain, you'd put me on morphine. So what's the difference, you know? Uh, (laughs) But uh, anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, So, yeah, I've I've been worn out this, this week. And over the weekend, certainly, I was very worn out. It's gotten better. You know, I'm... About normal now. I'm I'm regular tired now. I'm recording this late at night and I need to go to bed. But, um, uh, and I need to go to bed during what has been a difficult week. But that's a whole other thing. But yeah, so I uh, had a serious injury. Uh, I'll tell you this. I'm 42 years old. I've never had stitches before, to my memory. Unless there was something when I was a kid that I don't recall. Dad can comment on that if he wants to. Uh, I've never had stitches before, to my knowledge. So that was a new experience for me. And uh, new experiences uh, aren't always the best. (laughs) So this wasn't the best. I'd rather it not happen. A couple of interesting things with it is that... uh, uh, Well, one, just the injury itself. All of this is interesting to me. But the bowl, you know, sliced into my ring finger. But I looked, and I can... I think I can even still see where it hit my middle finger on my right hand, but it didn't get through the callus that I've got there from 30 years of bass playing. So I kind of actually thought about it and thought, boy, if that had hit my left hand with all the calluses from you know playing on fretboards over the years, I probably would have been fine. I just would have been pissed off that a bowl broke, you know? <laughs> uh, so that that's kind of interesting, but... I don't know. Uh, it's It's been an odd week. Uh, the day after that, on Sunday, I was going to a family thing and uh, got into my car and my car wouldn't start. So <laughs> those who listen to the show regularly and listen to the uploads in between, like this one, will know that uh, I had just spent $600 and change to replace the uh, solenoids in it because they got gummed up and were causing the car to stall out and then on Sunday it wouldn't start so uh, uh, that was very frustrating and on Monday I had AAA come out between naps <laughs> and work I uh, had AAA come out and they uh, looked at it and said yeah you got a dead battery and sold me a new battery basically which uh, probably just the extreme heat that we've had on and off here in St. Louis lately killed the battery. I have no idea how old the battery was. I've had the car approximately a year. I have no idea how old and how and what shape the battery was in. But uh, it was dead, dead this time, so they sold me a new one. What worries me about that is my previous car, the signs that I had that things were wrong was the battery kept dying. And, uh, that eventually resulted in finding out that the PCM was bad, which resulted in me spending way too much money and then getting a new car. Um, because I'm an idiot, basically. So, I want to believe that this car is now fixed. I'm having trouble believing that. (laughs) Because, you know, the day before that happened, I almost sliced off my fingerprint. So that's... Uh, just sort of how my luck's going right now. 
the good news coming out of that was the cats were fine. The cleanup was easy because the bowl didn't shatter all over the place. It was just the one finger injury. Uh, it was. Let me try that sentence again. It was just the one finger that was injured. It could have been worse than it was. Uh, but yeah, th that's that's all the good news. The bad news is th that happened. I'm going to have to end up paying medical bills for it, of course. Uh, I had to do clean up at the house. I had to. It was actually easier to clean up the glass of the bowl or whatever it is. I, I'm going to keep saying glass of the bowl. Uh, than it was to clean up all the blood, because there was just a lot of blood. Um, which was... Uh, remains startling to me. Like, I was wrapping it in paper towels and things, trying to get it to stop, and... Like, the one picture I took of any of this was I took a picture of the pile of uh, bloody paper towels when I got home. Because uh, I just wanted to remember that, you know? And I haven't shown it to anybody, and it's not going on the blog. Don't worry. But, uh, yeah, that's on my phone, because I just needed to remember that. Uh, but, yeah, the good news is the cats were okay. In fact, they they were great about it. And later that night after I got home, I was tired from the event and the blood loss and the inoculation. Uh, or vaccine, I guess I should say. And uh, I laid down on the couch and just started to kind of drift off and suddenly realized that John Coe was laying on top of me and a little bit into, like, I had nodded off. And then I woke up after a little bit and realized that the reason I woke up was because McGuire had climbed up on top of me too. And both of my guys just kind of realized I needed them and just took a nap on Dad. And I took a nap with them and we just laid there for... A long time, and it was nice, and it was affirming, and it was kind of peaceful and wonderful. And I, I love those boys so much, and they're just the best. And they are really good at knowing when I need them. They're the best little cats in the world. Uh, they're they're my boys, and they're the best boys. And right now, neither one of them is in the room for me to look at them and, and tell them I love them. But wherever you guys are, I love you. Uh, <laughs> it's very late at night. They might actually be in their room. Um, so they're okay, and they're great. Uh, it's uh, It's been a week, man. It's been a week, and it's only Tuesday. Actually, I guess now it's officially Wednesday because it's crossed over midnight now. And on top of that, I got some stuff going on at work. It's been a busy work uh, time, work period, work season. I don't know. It's been a busy time at work here lately, which I'm not going to complain about. But it's been busy. It's been difficult. You know, <laughs> just that happens from time to time. Uh, nobody, you know, feel like you need to report me to my boss. They know it's been difficult. I've told them it's been difficult. <laughs> it's not not a surprise to anybody. Sometimes you have difficult times at work, no matter how much you like your job. Uh, it's just been difficult lately. So that's kind of been a factor, too. And what I've been doing to decompress is uh, I've been watching uh, a TV show that I was previously unfamiliar with. I've been watching The Good Place. Starring uh, Kristen Bell and uh, Ted Danson are the main names that I know. 
Uh, and they're, I mean, it's kind of an ensemble piece. There are, what, five, four, five, six main members of the cast that you see all the time. Uh, I'm about to start season four on that, which is the final season. And uh, I've watched it over, like, about a two-week period and have just loved it. I, I missed out on that at the time, and I'm kicking myself because that show is so my cup of tea, and I really love it. Uh, people have... The reason I'm aware of it is uh, there's a character in it named Derek, who is a uh, uh, buffoonish but uh, pure-hearted guy, and uh, people for the past several years have been occasionally memeing him at me because my name is also Derek, uh, so whatever, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of why I was aware of it at all. And the most recent person to uh, meme him at me and talk to me about the show is my friend Kim, and I trust Kim and would follow her to the end of the earth if she uh, told me that there were cats there. And because uh, <laughs> Kim, <laughs> Kim is much smarter than me, um, <laughs> but she you know told me a little bit about the show and and like it's been on my I should probably watch that list for a while, but. Uh, Kim is cool and smart, and the fact that she was into it, I just kind of moved it up on the list and started watching it. So, uh, I, I watched it, and good God, how did I miss this thing at the time? Uh, I just, right outside of my radar, and I just didn't see it at the time, or wish I had. But, uh, uh pardon me for, for keeping up with the awning, but I've been watching it, I'm almost done with it, I've been having a great time with it. I will do a much more in-depth review of it on the show as soon as there is a show again. <laughs> but you guys are just kind of getting a long pocket upload from me here tonight. Uh, also, the Beatles Get Back documentary came out on Blu-ray, and I've been occasionally, like I watched a disc of that with McGuire sitting on my, nap, uh, on my lap watching with me between naps. And uh, uh, yeah, I still love that. And I've been listening to a lot of Beatles here this past week. And the main thing I've been listening to is Beatles. Uh, just been in a Beatles place for a little while now, and I, I like it here. It's nice. Um, so that's what I've been doing kind of as I'm more or less convalescing. Supposed to unwrap the finger for the first time. Uh, not for the first time, but supposed to leave it unwrapped all day for the first time with no ointment or anything tomorrow and start letting it dry out and stuff like that and... We'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm, I'm nervous about it. Uh, I keep occasionally hurting it, even though it's wrapped up in a bandage right now. I keep occasionally hurting it. Like one of the cats was clawing at the uh, uh, area rug, was just kind of, you know, digging into the rug like cats do. And what I normally do for that is I yell, hey, hey, at him and say his name and snap my fingers. And without thinking, I snapped my fingers. And, you know, you snap your finger on your middle finger. But the velocity of it sends it into your ring finger. And at the angle that it was, I, sna I said, hey, hey, snapped my fingers and uh, saw a blinding white light and <laughs> realized that that was an incredibly dumb thing to do. So I've been having to find different ways to even you know, tell the cats to stop clawing at the carpet. So it's been an interesting few days, but I'm, I'm going to have it unwrapped for the first time all day tomorrow, and uh, get the stitches out uh, next Tuesday, I guess, or thereabout. So, uh, that's what my life has been like, man. 
I really want to do a whole episode for you. I guess I've done technically about half an episode right now, although it's been all about my personal life. I hope that's okay. I hope that tides you over anyway. Uh, I want to do a full episode with all the stuff that I normally do on proper microphones and stuff like that. I hope this phone upload is okay in the meantime. I promise I have every intent of doing a new episode. At some point, my brother Dave will come over and we'll do a Fab 15 again. <laughs> we haven't talked much about that, but we'll we'll do it. Uh, that is still on the table and still on, in the cards. Uh, it's just been... Just kind of been one thing after another here lately, man. This show's called Empty Checking because it's what empties out my checking account. I talk about what's emptying out my checking account, and a lot of that hasn't been fun stuff here lately. So, uh, I don't know. Kind of hard to get an episode done under under these circumstances. But I, I hope you understand that. I hope these little quick run-and-gun type uploads are an okay space saver for you. Or, or, or not space saver, but uh, uh, placeholder. That's what I was trying to say for you. Um, and th- thanks. Thanks for your time. Thanks for your appreciation. Thanks for your understanding and patience. I really appreciate that. Uh, these episodes are really easy to do from my phone. These uploads are really easy to do from my phone. That's not, you know... But it's not the right production value that you deserve. This is just kind of me keeping you up to date, you know? If this was all the show was, it would be so easy to do it. You'd probably get two, three episodes a week just as I thought of things. But um, as it is, uh, yeah, sorry. This is just kind of here for now. Thanks for uh, listening to this. Thanks again for your patience. Thanks for your understanding. Uh, thanks to those who email in in these weird downtimes when I upload something like this. I One of the weirdly kind of heartwarming things that comes out of this is I know that I'm uploading this, and I'll get a couple of emails at db at derekbrink.com uh, of people wishing me well. Just randos out there. I shouldn't call you randos. You're very nice people. Uh, checkmates out there uh, who have made this show a part of their life and a part of their week and stuff and just want to wish me well. I know a couple of you are going to send me something. And that's so kind and so nice and I appreciate it so much. And it also makes me feel bad that I haven't given you a real episode. Uh, but I, I, I'm i so grateful for that. I really am. I really am. I'm really grateful for the heart of the checkmates out there. You guys are great. You're the best. I deeply appreciate you. Uh, I wish that you'd uh, tell a few of your friends about it so I could start monetizing this thing. <laughs> but uh, I'm kidding, mostly. If I start monetizing this, if this becomes my job, I'm, uh, it's that, that's not good news for any of us, I don't think. I, I love being able to do this the way that I do it, and I love that so many of you listen to it the way that I do it. So thank you for that. Uh, genuinely, thank you. If I could call each of you by name, I would. You're wonderful. Thank you so much. If you email me at db at derekbrink.com, I always respond. Uh, as long as you're not a jerk, I respond. And uh, I'm always grateful for those communications. Um, and just in advance, because I know some of you are going to do it, thank you so much for the emails you're about to send. really does mean the world to me. 
Um, yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's what I needed to say is that, uh, I'm sorry there's not a new episode. I got hurt. Uh, the last time I did an upload, I said if nothing weird happens, we'll do an episode this week. I guess I'm saying that again. Um, <laughs> it, whatever you pray to, please ask it that nothing weird will happen to me <laughs> in the, uh, uh, intervening few days, and hopefully I'll get an episode, a proper episode up next week. In the meantime, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Please continue to take COVID-19 seriously and take appropriate steps and get vaccinated. Please remember that black lives matter, that LGBTQIA plus lives matter, and, and their rights are human rights. Please remember that women's rights are human rights. Be good to each other. I don't know if you can hear that. One of the cats is in the background scraping in the litter box during the <laughs> during the human rights portion of this episode. Thank you so much, Kitty. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't not acknowledge that. I'm sorry. Uh, getting back into it. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Forgive each other and forgive yourselves. And while you're doing all that, check us out next time and pet your cats. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you again soon.